Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Sea Show on a Thursday night. I know it's been a while on a Thursday night. What can I say? Friday, I am somewhere else. So it is an interesting day. I know. And I'm not in the office, which is funny. I'm not doing it from my office. I should have put it the Sea Show from the bed. I'm actually laying down in bed and trying to relax a little bit with the pop-ups. I know, crazy, isn't it? It's like, oh my God, we can do our podcast from a hot tub, from the moon and back and forth. We can do it from everywhere and anywhere. So using just my iPhone right now to do that, which is kind of fun. I could have used my, uh, yeah, thinking about it, I could have used my uh, iPad. But no, we're doing it via the iPhone. And just a moment of peace, self-realization. Yeah, what a topic, self-realization, self-made, self-purpose, self-fill out the blank, not being selfish, actually. So yeah, weather here is a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puff, but typical, I will say, March weather where we are already the first week of April. Interesting uh, facts, actually, uh, especially with the pop-ups uh, this morning. Mac, who doesn't like rain and snow, well, snow is fine. It was just the rain. And um, went for the walk in the morning. And strangely enough, the boy decided to take a long walk. So we all went into the long walk and we went and um, it's on, on Instagram, actually. You can see both of them. And, uh, we stopped at the tennis court because he wanted to stop at the tennis court. So he ran for a little bit, had fun with his sister, then went back home. By the time we went back home, we were all drenched in water. It's like, that's awesome, kiddo. Cannot get any better than that. And uh, just a peaceful day. Interesting day. Fulfilling day. But what is self-realization? What? What do we call this self-realization? The life of a thousand, the life of a reality that we can co-create, the life of beauty, the life of challenges and challengers, the land of opportunity. And the land of opportunity, we're the one who actually co-create that. We're the one who's shaking it and moving it in a way that really helps us. This is what is so wonderful when we go through trials and tribulation because if we did not go through trials and tribulation, then this is not going to be, um, grow, or they're not going to be as the same growth that we're meant to be going through. I know who would like to go through pains and challenges and frustrations and deceits and humiliations and setback and just said, well, Emma, yeah, I would wish it would have been pretty much roses and bonbons every day, every day, but we learn so much when we go through the challenges in our lives that self-realization can just be a moment where we are looking at where we've been to where we are and really embrace it, really acknowledge the fact that through all of that in our lives, this is what makes us grow and mature and just for a moment appreciate all of that i know that sounds a little crazy isn't it especially on thursday i normally do that on friday too bad now it's thursday so but 
think about it for a minute. Think about how far you've gone in your journey. What uh, can you do to continue to improve it? Or, and you know, when you improve your life for the better, so is your outer condition. So is the people around you. It's also, and that's what I love the most as well, is during those time of trials and tribulation, the determination, the stubbornness we've got to continue to move forward in our life is amazing. And strangely enough, when we encompass all of that, we are actually influencing others or inspiring others to do the same. Transformation always comes with a price of let go what is not for highest good. Sometimes we need help. We need help to be able to accomplish them. Sometimes we don't. But in a time where we are aware of what we need, then it's time to go and name it, claim it, is the essential part of it in order to move on and to move on to the next level. That's what I'm talking about. Move on. When we're moving on in our lives, it's to move on to a better level, to a better place, to experience something new, experience something that we can co-create with the universe. Self-realization, it's learning that we're the master of our own destiny, regardless of our other condition, okay? I know a lot of people, well, my other condition are not great. Well, you know, we have to be challenged. And in order to do that, this is the other conditions that's going to help us to shape who we are, no matter what. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And if you're looking in where we are today, yes, we're privileged to breathe the air we're in. Yes, we're privileged because our countries are not being destroyed. Yes, we're privileged. And I don't like the word to use privilege because I feel like people are using this to insult others when they're saying this. But look at what you've got and see what else can you do around you to help people around. We might not be able to travel to a country to defend for freedom, but we can do something to help and directly. And that's what it's all about. It's about respect. It's about the love. It's about understanding. I am in the driver's seat of my life. Nobody else is going to be driving that car except me because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not going to give it to somebody else's just because somebody else says so. It's not how it rolls. But this is our destiny. This is us who are trailblazers, who are able and capable to do something for our highest good. It is the life of a thousand where we're living. It is a life of empowerment and empowering every one of us. Having the capability to do that is amazing. The beauty, the love, the joy, everything we can do that really will show everyone what can we do to open ourselves up? What can we do to stay committed to our life purpose? And I know some people know their life purpose right away and some don't. I knew that I wanted to do something. I had no idea what it was, but I follow the path of my spirit, of my inspiration. And I continue to do it. And as everything that I learned, all of the skill set, I'm utilizing them today. 
That's why I wasn't ready for everything until I got all of the skill set I needed. The growth, the maturity, the challenges that came along brings me and brought me where I needed to be. As life takes a turn and a twist, you have to understand through pain, through discomfort, through humiliation, through um, anger, through unfairness at some point, even though it might seem unfair, but actually looking at it is opening the eyes and our eyes to make the right decision. When I was, uh, I did, I pulled two cards on Tuesday that was Woto, and uh, one was Woto, the other one was the enchanted, uh, the map, the enchanted map from Khaled Baron Reed. One was, say, movement, and the other one was fork in a, in a road. Movement is where we are. Movement is what we got to do. Movement is creating that new energy that helps us to move on to the next level. We are the co-creators. Everything we think comes and out as an energy. We are energies. Inspired yourself. Inspired the world. Inspired the world that you got around you. Remember the domino effects that the I always say use the domino effects and the um, ripple effects in the water when the stone hit the wa- the surface of the water and you see those ripples creating and they go bigger and bigger and they go further and further. That's exactly what we do. We don't realize that and we're impacting every single one of us. Every action that we're doing, every reaction we have, we are creating that effects. The life of a thousand is a life of transformation. It's a life of determination. It's a life of courage, of strength, of madness. But that madness creates beauty. Horrors create beauty at the end. There is a fact and a path we all have to go through. Our destiny is unique, but it's all bound amongst each each other as well. We're all impacting each other's life. I think self-realization is coming to the point in our life where we are sitting down or laying down like I am right now because I'm enjoying that seriously. Thank God there is no, uh, (laughs) what do you call it? Um, Recording or a video on this one. It's only on fireside. Thank God. It's only on fireside when I, I have the video on and the live streaming everywhere. But it's very interesting wherever we are, whatever we think, is taking the time to pause and to come to the self realization how far I've gone so far, where I'm at with everything I'm supposed to be doing, how can I continue to move on on my journey, what can inspire me today? You always have to challenge your brain. I'm like a freaking sponge when it comes down to it. I have spent many, many years of learning not only what I was supposed to be doing in the work, but from authors as well. Become a sponge. Become curious. Be who you're meant to become. Don't become a fake one or something that you're not. Just be your own self. Even if sometimes it doesn't seem like right because people don't understand you, it's like, that's fine. Not everybody will understand you, so... Don't worry about it, but just be that inspiration. Be that person that really empowers you. Okay, we got a guest, Joanne. I don't have my glasses on, so forgive me if you, uh, if I don't uh, 
Hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Ah, Oh, that's great because I don't have my, as I said, I'm laying down in bed right now, very relaxed, and I have my dog sleeping, and one of them didn't hurt your dog, otherwise he would be barking too. So, so far, they are sleeping well on my side. That's good. Now, mine wants to play. She was just sleeping very well while I had some clients, and now she's like, you know, she's my grand dog. So she basically is my son's dog. He's at a, a conference, a Bitcoin conference in Florida, and he taught her how to play with feet. So as I walk, oh. she bites my feet. I don't understand this son of mine. I don't. I, I don't either. Don't. I think he needs to have a sit down, and I think we need to do an intervention on him. Because I thank you. I, I absolutely. Because if we had, to, if you had to walk bare feet and the dog is attacking you, this is not pleasant in the morning. No. <laughs> and I like to walk bare feet, so that would be exactly. a barefoot. So that would be a problem for me. Oh God, absolutely for me too. And it's so funny, and it's just she's so funny, and it's like all of a sudden she was like. Okay, she knows how to play dead. She's only, she's not even a year old. She's a corgi. And she knows how to play dead because my son taught her, okay? All of him and his two roommates. Well, his other roommate is his identical twin brother because I have identical twins. And basically, she was sitting and I was eating breakfast by myself. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's barking at me. So I ignore her. And then the next thing she does is plays dead because she wanted a treat. <laughs> She's, she, it's the cutest thing. I mean, I'm not, and then I have three cats here who she thinks are toys. So, oh, that's funny, actually. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, oh, my it's, God. It's really quite fun. It's interesting, but I'm giving her back. I'm are you sure about that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I am. I am. Are you Is sure? Yeah, I am. She's so cute, though. I'm not a. Well, that's what you. Show. That's what you said. But I have a feeling that the dog's gonna it. come back at your place. Oh, at, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it. Because this one son, this other half of the twin, he wants to go rocking and rolling and take his motorcycle across country, which of course scares the hell out of me. But oh well, he can, if he can, I love motorcycles. So if you yes. want to pass by Minnesota, let me know because I want to ride. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, absolutely. Then this way, we yeah. can then, you know, we know that he's okay. Because I said, I want to put a GPS in him. You know, both my sons ride motorcycles. The other one is a pilot. So I pray to God every day that if anything happens to either one of them, okay. I'll be I hope Okay. <laughs> so here's what you could do, because I did it on my dogs, and I did it on other things. Um, first of all, do you have an Apple phone? Yes, you do. Because yes. you, you will not be talking to me otherwise. That's so, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Think about it, isn't it, Emma? Okay. The Apple has um, a tracking ID for allegedly luggage. Really? Yes. If you're looking at those ID, and this yeah. is a round a device, then you can pair on your phone. I use it for my dogs. Wow. I put it on my dog's collar, so I got two because unfortunately you cannot share it between phones. So I got, I had to get two of each, and they're like what, twenty nine bucks, something like that. And oh, they're wow. uh, yes, they are like the Apple ID. Um, basically, they are trackers, and they allegedly use only for suitcase, but you can use for children for anybody. And I, you can put it a tracker on them, and they will not even realize and they them as a keychain. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I know you do. 
<laughs> and you can track them. You because can track them wherever they are, wherever ever no, they are I love in the it. US. Oh, Emma, you can track them. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I was thinking. You know, I learned that it's funny. I learned that because I was looking to find trackers for my dogs in case they get loose or yeah. anything to find them. The problem with the um, the stuff they get for trackers for dog, it's only uh, 300 feet and you have to be close by. I'm like, well, if they that are more than work. 300 feet, you're in trouble or 500 feet. And somebody, it was, uh, I was listening to one of my radio uh, over to Europe and somebody talked about those trackers a couple of days after I was thinking I need something else. And I bought those Apple uh, trackers and normally they use, as I said, they're using for suitcase or anything like that. Oh, and I, 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 I bought uh, two of them at the beginning and the problem is you cannot share it. Okay. And that was my problem. I'm like, well, so you have another iPhone, you cannot share it. It's only one device, one per device phone. to one thingy, which is fine yeah. because I'm just tracking one sum. I'm not exactly. the other one. I know where the other so, one is. So, you know what you can do? And I look at it when I received it. So, mine, I bought uh, the stuff that goes around the collar. So, it's protected and nobody's realizing what they got on them. And also you can use it, you can buy some kitchen in there and stuff like that and put the thing into the kitchen and nobody realized that. And nobody realizes it. Oh, nope. So I'm telling you. you. I think yes. that's great. Thank you. I wrote it down and I'm going to go look for it. And he's not going to know. <laughs> I might even put it like, in. see, I don't know which motorcycle he's taking because he has three or actually him and his brother have three. So I don't know which one he's taking if he decides to do this. But like if you decide you to do this, you know what? Put it into one uh, on the motorcycle directly in one of their yes. pockets. You know, if they have yes. one on the side of the motorcycle, put it in there. <laughs> you sneak it. it in. They're yep. not going to realize that. And he's not going to realize it. It's going to nope. be great. Thank you, yeah, my no. dear. You're welcome. <laughs> in, any other <laughs> you information you need, you just let me know. <laughs> I will let you know. But what I love, here's what I loved what you said, okay? Because I was listening to you. Yep. And um, we do have a mutual friend, Jeffrey. And we have yeah, that. Frankie. Right. Yep. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so a lot of what you're saying is so true. And I even wrote some of it down. And we are energy. Okay. Yes. We are such energy that you see, I'm a very energy, I'm, you know, kind of like an empath. Okay. Yep. And it actually, this is where you have to know who you are sometimes because then this is how you kind of learn how to navigate the world. Yes. And, you know, and basically, you know, that's like we feel, I feel other people's energy. So sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but we are all energy. And, that, and yes. this is why right now there's so much negative energy out there. And this is why there's so much, you know, crap going on. I hate to say it that way because we're all getting all this negative energy and not positive energy and we really need that you know and then there's also another saying that you really resonated which i grew up from my grandmother and it's a ladino statement which i don't know if you know what the dialect of ladino is but ladino is actually spanish and hebrew okay and she used to always say no hay mal porque buen no venga no, so I what know. no, I'm mal. No, I'm mal. Porque buen no venga. So really what it's saying is 
There is no bad from which good doesn't come. Exactly. And that is really... Uh-oh. She received a call or something. Kind of do things and feel positive and just even kind of direct other people's negative energy, you know, because it, it, it affects us. It and does. It's hard, you know, yes. life isn't easy, you know. Um, I like what you say, become a, spe- a sponge. I think that that is so important. I think it's the learning. A lot of people stay in their lane. I never did. I always wanted to learn. So for me, uh, when sometimes you have conversation and people are like, they don't realize and they start to talk to me and they're like, the jaw drop. I'm like, what? What did I say? And it's like, right. just inform, just learn, learn from others. That, you know, oh, you, oh, 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 oh. you know, my grandmother <laughs> used to say, no, you just, my grandmother, me, she, you know, she was an immigrant from yep. Greece. And she came to this country, okay? They were burning her village in Salonika. And basically, she came to this country with nothing through Ellis Island. And she used to always say to me, surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. That's how you learn. Agreed. And And it is true. And we all should be wanting to learn and learning. It's, it, it's really important, you know, no matter, no matter what. You know, um, I agree. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I I love the sponge effect. I love what you were saying. Very, very, you know, very wonderful. So that's the universe. That's what I do on wisdom. It's the universe talking. It's not me. It's the universe. I'm a, you know, so that's what people need to know because a lot of people think they have to be in competition with others. And I'm like, no, my big, my only competitor is me. I'm, I'm, I am my biggest competitor. Nobody else's is. What do I care about who they are and who they are? Because I I say that and I will continue to say that. And I know a lot of people are going to be offended. We're never going to be equal. We're not equal. And we're never going to be equal because we're not born in the same way. We don't, the startup of our life is totally different from one another because we're on a different path, different course. Our story can be similar or parallel, but our destiny but is unique. It's Thank ours. You. Thank you. Yep. Just like it, our souls are different. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yep. you know, it's kind of like, and the only way I can explain it fully is if I have identical twins. And let me tell you, there was so many, so much identical about them or just so much connection between the two of them, mm-hmm. you know, that... Um, that you know it's but what it really is is they're two different souls yes you know even though they're they're really just so connected um they are definitely you know different um yep you know and they are so connected i have one really quick funny story um when they were five years old they we were they were in preschool and we were walking on Fifth Avenue because we had at the time been living in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And one twin kept going, there's something in my boot. There's something in my boot. I sit him down. I take his boots off. We stopped the whole class of four-year-olds. You know, they weren't five. They were four. And I take his boots off. And I'm like, there's nothing in here, Phil. 
And then we continue walking on Fifth Avenue. There's something in my boot. There's something <laughs> in my boot. And this is Alex, right? This is Alex yeah. that, that keeps, you know. Saying, so yeah. I already took saw there was nothing in his boot. And then all of a sudden I said, aha, let me sit the other kid down. And the other kid, Philip, had a pen <gasps> in his boot. So the other twin felt yep. the other one, and they do. I have so yeah. many of that those stories, but oh, they do. They, yeah, but they, but they are different souls. Yes, they, they are. Do, you know, and I, you know, I can come back. I really believe that people that are highly competitive, and I don't mean in sports. Sports a different kind of edge, but when yes. you're competitive in life. Um, where, you know, uh, there are people that have to outdo the other person. It's usually because they're insecure. That's, I mean, you know, that's what it comes down to it. And a lot of yeah. people that I've seen in corporate who, you know, yes. they wanted to climb the corporate ladder that fast. Oh. And also then they all turn paranoia, they all turn this and that. It's insecurity <gasps> because they don't allow others to express yeah. themselves or even help wow. if there is a solution. Right. And it's that's like, right. you know. We all have limitation. I love to yes. go and talk to people who can find the, the solution. And I work with, I, I, I always been the bridge between uh, problems and solution, bringing the people together, fix it and learn from it. And it's Thank like, you. yeah, it's like a big puzzle. But right. a lot Doesn't of people feel good. Yeah, it does actually, because you actually, actually accomplish, accomplish something. Yep. If you go against each other's, you're not helping the company. You're going no, against you're the company. you're going against it. Oh, and that yeah. is, I'm a corporate America person. I worked for corporate America for over 20 years as a software developer. And that was one thing. And then you fa that, that really just bothered me. And I'll tell you something. And the real, how I can explain it the best is, People would fight against each other. Well, wait a minute. We're here for a common goal. We're here yep. to get this project done. Why are you so competitive? Why are you hiding information from me? I can't, we can't move forward. And what was really interesting is I then was on a big film set with my children because they were actors. And one, you know what I loved about a movie set? Everyone had to work together, even if they didn't like each other, because they had a common goal. Exactly. Even if they didn't, and that was like the most, that's what made me love it because there was none of this department fighting, none of this, yep. you know, oh, I mean, and that's what used to upset me with corporate America. That's why I then became a consultant. You know, I'm really more, I'm a semi-retired person because I am a senior citizen. And, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and, you know, it really, it, it, that's why I became a consultant because I just did not like the politics. Also, I was always a manager. I was always a manager and I didn't want to be a manager because <laughs> I didn't want to manage people. I'm good at it. I do it. At, I own a business where I manage people. It's a little different because there is a common goal because yeah. it's a recreational facility. But when yeah. it's corporate America, oh my God, the backstabbing in there. And so I, I said, know. you know what? I want to be a consultant because I don't want to be involved in the politics. I want a job. I want to get it done. And I don't want any BS. And that's what I, you know what? I've been in both of them. I've been a permanent and a consultant. And I I love the consulting world because you go to the, you don't care. You leave crap about the politics. 
and you say what you got to say and people listen or not to you because I had people who didn't want to listen to me and I say I don't care because it's your like I said to like I said to president of companies I said you know what you're doing is not right but again you got the that's your word that's your that's, that's your company right. you do whatever you want to do with it but that's wrong I had to say it you do whatever you want not my problem you got it and that's yeah. why I did it because I was also tired of like um even the infighting how things would go on i mean i was a software developer to make a long story short to really try and narrow it down i had noticed that some one of the people in the company and this a long time ago you know spent a million dollars on a software package and it was missing a very important piece okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> a, a very important piece I know. okay and yeah. so and and my team found it and I made a comment. I said, you are missing this, this, and this. Well, they didn't listen to me. And then what happens is they come back uh, about four or five months later, and they said, do you have that memo, my boss? He goes, because right now, this company is gonna charge us another quarter of a million dollars to put in what you told was missing. And I just was like, see, you didn't listen to me. And at that time, it mattered because I worked for the company. But after I became a consultant, it's like, here's what I'm going to tell you you should be doing. Either take it or leave it. I have no vested interest here. I, you know, you're not giving me a raise. I don't have to worry. You know, yep. I, I'm not climbing your corporate ladder. I'm here to help you. Take it or leave it. And I agree. That's that. That is really, you know, it's so it's freedom, you know? Oh, I know. And, uh, and for me, it's always been, and I always like to be politically incorrect. So I will open my <laughs> mouth when I see things that yes. need to be done. Right. And I ruffle so many feathers, but I don't care. I had right. my little flashy pink bulletproof jacket on every single yep. time I walked into a meeting room. And at the end of the day, the one who were pissed off, stay pissed off. That wasn't my problem. But at least it's like I was the fixer. You open, right. you turn off the stone. And I work with, actually, it's funny you talk IT. I work with the IT, the developers, and I was oh, the bridge. I'm like, oh, with the end users. Right. That's what I did. And oh my God, we are very similar. I was a facilitator. And what I would do is I would create, oh God, my dog is ripping my clothes here. Um, and what <laughs> I did is I would bridge. I would conduct workshops to get the business requirements yep. and then with the users yep. and then I would just have the developers sit and be quiet and yep. I would say, you can't say a word. I, I loved yep. it because it was so great. And they were really more on the data side. This was yep. years ago. So we always really just focused on the data because once you understand your data, once then you know fine. what the, then yep. you're fine. You know what the processing is. Yep. So, and that was so hard to get people. I mean, that's why in a way, you know, I'm out of it. I've been out of it for over 10 years in the corporate side. And basically it just, it, you know, that I was the communicator between the two places. And, you, know the, you know, the worst part for me was when I was talking with the users and the user said, I don't know. I'm not sure. And you asked them questions and you do realize at the end of the day, I'm trying to have this developed for you so it's suitable as much as possible. That's so right. I need your input. And he's like, but I'm not sure. I'm like, you're going to be using it every day. It's yours. That's right. It was just, I'm like, open your mouth. Nobody's going to fire you. We need your help. Thank you. That, that's right. Oh. But then, oh, and what we would do, what used to be so funny 
is we would conduct these workshops and we'd have it by interdepartments, right? Yeah. And then someone would say, well, I get this form. I just fill it out and put it in my outbox and it goes over there. Nobody knew what they were really doing. Exactly. You know? it, it was, it's hysterical. And I it know. would be, and we would bring it together and it mm-hmm. kind of would be, you know, this is, and the way we did it, it was good because, you know, and this was very innovative, but I didn't let the, this was when I worked for a company and then I would do these also because I was a consultant at American Express and we would do these things before. Like if you were in IT, then you know about Agile. Okay. Yes. I love Agile actually. I'm an Agile leader actually. Oh, yes. well, there you go. I, well, I'm a scrum master, but I never used I it. am too. <laughs> oh, is that funny? Oh my God. So, I am. I even, uh, I'm even a black belt. I'm even a six Sigma black belt. I have to work uh, for oh the, my God. Oh my for God. the, for the heck of it. I want to do my master. I have to write the thesis. What stopped me right now is the thesis. Cause I don't know what subject I want to write the thesis on, but I oh, want just cool. for the heck of it past my, my master black belt. You got to, so we, you have to, you know, what's yeah. interesting is the method. See, I was then a methodology person. Okay. Oh, no I, way. Yes, yes, yes. Let me tell you what I did. Yep. I then was, we create, they made me do it because I have a big mouth. <laughs> and, and because yes, I should have been, I did one of my, see, I do purpose cards. And when I once took a test, it said I'd be a great drill sergeant. Okay, fine. So I had to create because at that time i don't even know you see i'm older than you there was what was called author anderson's method one okay this was before agile i'm sure if you know agile you know waterfall yes and i don't like waterfall okay well yeah because waterfall takes too long do you know what we developed okay i developed a methodology never implemented that was the other thing that resonated you said something that related to like if you're going to do it you do it blah 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 blah. yeah well Arthur Anderson had a methodology and because we had owned CNA insurance, yeah, we, it had five different methodologies. Okay. And I then recreated them for each of our, let's say IT departments. Like yeah. remember in, in those days, we were just using PCs and client yes. server stuff. Yes. And then there was the mainframe stuff. Yes. And I remember the mainframe. Right. So you don't, <laughs> you don't deal with development in the same way. But you see, then what happened is, I mean, waterfall is just too much. And what ended up happening is we then created, this was my great, like, if I ever had to go, right now I'm helping people with job interviews, if I ever had to go on a job interview, I created a methodology, okay, that we used in our company that I got implemented and took us six weeks to create an order processing system. Now, remember, there were no packages. We're talking yeah, yeah. early 90s. Okay. Yep. An order processing system for Boulevard Watch Company in six weeks. And you know why? Let me tell you how we did it. I created, I normalized the data. I looked at all yep. the inputs, looked at the outputs, yep. normalized the data, created yep. a database the programmer and he started prototyping so we were doing prototyping before it ever existed oh that's awesome and and that's when i left to have my children so it was something that you know i mean and i loved doing it i felt like i was helping yep so it you know but again I would then be the data person on a project when I became a consultant, but I, yeah. I would manage all of the develop. They would all have to come through me to see if they were, 
if they were following the methodology and they'd go to me, oh, would you please tell the VP that we can't make our deadline? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was so funny. It's like, oh, and I'm like, listen, what can I tell you, you know? And and I have so many funny. Oh, she get another phone call. She's going to be back. Give us a sec. That's interesting. So I know you need, at least you know a little bit, we're Scrum Masters here, Agile Leader here. We have Six Sigma. So if people don't know what Six Sigma is, it's processes, and it uh, applies on lean uh, business and lean manufacturing. Yeah, go ahead, yep. my dear. Okay, so this was before PeopleSoft. You know what PeopleSoft is? Yes, I do, unfortunately, yes. Okay. <laughs> this was before PeopleSoft ever existed, okay? So yep. we basically created, it was a human resource system, right? Yes, so we were is. doing these data workshops on it. Yep. And I'm trying to convince the VP of development, look, this is how we have to do this. And so it goes, and we, well, why? Andrea can do it. And we had this programmer who was the only one that knew the code, who only knew every, you know, and, and I'm not that kind of person. You can't rely on one person. I turned around. And I looked at the guy, I'm not going to name his name, and I looked at him and I said, you know, we can't just rely, I remember the woman's name, on Andrea. And he goes, why not? I go, well, what if she gets hit by a bus? Oh, he looks at me, wait, 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 wait. He looks at me and he says, and I said to him, we'll visit her in the hospital. I looked at him and I said, she's dead. So... <laughs> And this is what I said to a VP, okay, a, yeah. um, a large major corporation, because it's like, don't you understand? And and of course, this is the old method of thinking. And again, this was in the early nineties, so people yeah. weren't thinking the way that they think now. Which yep. I love the way that they think now, but it's sort of like, no, I'm sorry. And that's the whole point of we called it agile because we started using agile in twenty twelve. So, okay. and that's when it first and it was coming out and stuff like yes. that. So, no, I guess yeah. nobody knows what we're talking about, but that's I'm okay. Certainly... At least, at least, you know what? At least it brings back to memory land because it's funny you use the, uh, the, the bus because every time I talked about it too, I said, people, you need to learn the backup. You need to make it automated. You don't, you yes. don't rely on me. Everything I did, even in the uh, mid nineties, I told them, I said, I'm going into, even as a consulting person or a permanent, I always said, I automated everything I can automate it because if I win at the lottery or get hit by a bus and die by tomorrow morning after my breakfast, this will continue to run. That's right. And people were but shocked. Were and I'm like, they? think about it, people. Yes, weren't they? And, and, and it is interesting. I mean, even when I went back, because you see, I took a break because I yep. raised my kids and I managed yep. their acting career. And then I went back and... It still was that way in like 2012. They had a system that this one woman, she was the only one that knew how to run this onboarding system. And I'm like, wait a minute. And we were replacing it. So I said, why isn't it documented? See, I'm a big documenter. I believe Well, you have in, to, yes, especially in corporate, yes. you need to have that. The, exactly. And it was kind of like, oh my God, how can you people still only be, she gets hit by a truck, she's dead, you're dead. Exactly. It's like, it's like, 
people. And, and I'm a big believer of that. I'm a big believer of transferring information. Right, square, we just came full circle when you talked about being a sponge and learning. And, well, and yes. It's, and it's interesting, people don't want to. They and that's know. too bad because I yep. always, when I was in corporate, everywhere I go, actually, I like to learn how things work. Because for me, when you get a bigger picture to how a company works, you can see how you impact others. And I like the fact that's you right. said, yeah, I like the, the fact you said at the beginning as well, you encountered the same crap I encounter with insecure people. They will hide or withhold information. So they make yes. you look like a stupid fool. Thank and you. you're like, yes. oh, the person did not give me that information. So I'm Thank giving you. you a report that looks like crap. Because that That's person wrong. was afraid you would take the job. I had Thank one you. person Thank who used you. to oh do that God. every single time. And I looked at her and said, I'm a consulting person, dear. I don't want your job. I don't care about your job. But you're so overloaded with your stuff. You're supposed to give me this for me to help you. That's right. Why do I care then, about your crappy job when I make you. more money right. than, you do? than you do? Why do yes. I care? <laughs> it, Sorry. It's so incredible. It is, and and it hasn't really changed. You know, no, it's interesting. No, because it doesn't. My, yep, it doesn't change. I mean, my son, you know, is his his bachelor's is in computer science, and yep. he is a system admin for a hedge yep. fund. And we sit and we chit chat because some of the things we just haven't changed. I no. mean, yes, we've gotten. You know, it's like yes, right now I'm talking to you on a phone that used to be. How do I put it? Was a room of you know probably four thousand square feet full of um, computers, yes. you know, of mainframe computers. I know. Here in my mm -hmm. little teeny tiny phone. Who yep. would have thought? But I know. we still humans haven't really changed. We have you know, not the, really. The behavior. The behavior has not changed. However, there is two companies. I'm going to highlight them right here. One was Corn Ferry that I work for, and oh, I love I know those very guys. Well about them. Yes. Oh, I love very those big. guys. I'm I, impressed I, that you work for them. Very hard yes, to I get did. into Corn Ferry. Okay. Very difficult, yes. I can guarantee that because that's even, uh, I had, uh, I forgot his name, the COO. Uh, then I, oh God, the guy was, uh, <laughs> was uh, um, he was a Marines, ex-Marines, and he interviewed me for an hour. He wanted to destabilize me, could not. But I can guarantee when I got out of the interview, I felt like I went into the cycle of the rinse of a washing machine for an hour. And he tried to get me, he could not. He so that's telling something. He was so impressed. He went and talked to, uh, there was, uh, what is his name, Igor. He said to the, the, the hiring uh, manager, he said to Igor, you need to hire her now. And for that guy to say that, you wake up early. And that guy, I can guarantee everybody gets interviewed by him. They, they're they like, holy crap. I was laughing. I was like, holy crap. I, I left. I'm like, holy crap. But I was laughing at the end. I'm like, not a problem. And the guy really liked me. And I like him very much. So Corn Fury is one of them. And the other one is Thompson Rooters. Oh, because you work for them too. You're working for big as a consulting. I did. A, I did a, as a consulting wow. person. They called me back wow. again to work for them as wow. a consulting person. They I wanted to impressed. hire me. They wanted yes. to hire me, and uh, it was at the time of COVID nineteen, and they wanted to hire me, and I was laughing. But this is the true agile. This is a place. Those two places. Not everybody can work there because wow. of the way they do think. 
They yes. don't babysit people. They work really as a team and they really get together to get things done. And I love Thompson Reuters. I absolutely, the, the environment I worked in, those guys, I will give them an A++ with Corn Ferry. Those yes. are the two best companies and as a permanent and as a consulting person, then I would say I only have good memories from those guys. Right, right. No, and they're known. I mean, I actually, I, well, I was interviewed with Corn Ferry. Oh my God, no, I'm not even gonna tell you when in the 80s and I didn't get it. Um, but we worked with Corn Ferry at American Express yep. and, and Reuters. I mean, you're talking top good companies that you know um but not everybody can fit in that's the mentality no, no. if you don't have that that uh um come on i said uh mindset you don't last in there right you right. have to understand the mentality the and for me yes. i fit perfectly because it's like this is home here yes right yes. for both, that's both of them yeah oh, that's yeah. really wonderful because that is that's so important you have to really fit into the culture of a place and you have to know they're the genuine the they place. are genuine yes. compared to others i've been in companies uh where basically they tell you the core value but they don't even apply to co the core value it was horrible and it's like oh my god but those guys to me that is the pure agile style because i remember when i was corn ferry i built something from day one so i wasn't you know i was supposed to go through training through you know your your, your onboarding Day one, right. I was already creating something. I had no idea what it was, but I was building it because I had to do it for reports, whatever the deal was. And I understood what it was as I was doing it first. I'm like, what the heck is that? But I had to go and do it. So the, since day one, they challenged me, which was awesome, actually. Yeah, it's, that is what's wonderful. I mean, uh, I that's why I liked my last stint when I, because I did do in the 90s and then in 2012. Um, I was at American Express, and I actually love that company. I think it's a great company to work for, but it has every, as every corporation does, but they were very, they're very good work-life balance. I mean, we started, I mean, it was over 10 years ago where they started doing remote work. I so, did it only 10 years ago? Man, I was doing remote work when, when, when did I start to do some remote in oh, 2008, 2009? Oh, oh, I was, uh, I was doing remote work in the eighties. Okay. But oh, cool. what, oh yeah. Yeah. I was the kind of person and it was even, it was, how do I explain it? I was doing, I would love this huge computer home. That's how fun <laughs> it was. But I was doing remote work before I, as my son said, yeah, ma, I know you invented remote work. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what they, they always say, yeah, ma, I know, you inventing remote work. American <laughs> Express funny. was doing it in the 90s also, but yeah. not as much as it was doing it. I mean, it might they may have started, it was cool. I, they had a name for it um, before I got there, because what had happened is, um, you know, an old boss, I was having like dinner with him, and he's like, oh my God, Joanne, shut up. I need you to come back. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And, <laughs> and at that time, you went to the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Mondays and Fridays, you stayed home. And it was, you know, it was great. I mean, actually, we did all these conference calls. We'd always do conference calls because at the time, you know, the real main gist of was either in India or in Phoenix, yeah. Arizona. So, yeah. you know, but it's a very good company if you want a good work-life balance. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty innovative. 
So that was yeah. what was, you know, that was what was fun about it. But, um, you know, I've been kind of everywhere. And, you know, again, it's the consulting is just so much better because then you can say, take it or leave it. I did my job. This is what you wanted. Take it or leave it. Well, that's, so it's, that's what I love. And it's funny you're saying that because uh, the remote, when the COVID hit, everybody, because I was still at Thompson Reuters on the, doing their stuff and working from home here, I'm fine. I love to work from home. I like to so love, love, re, uh, love um, to work remote. People were freaking out because they are not Weren't used they? to it. Right. Yeah. It yeah. Was, that was what was so interesting. And also, you know, another thing that's interesting, but let me go back to the remote. Yeah, no, IT departments, like, you know, certain companies, like that's what I said, American Express really started it. And it might have even been before 2010 or whatever. But it really, a lot of people don't like it. I have a friend who, but they're not in technology, who hates remote work. And I'm like, I think it's great. I mean, I have no problem with it. But a lot of human beings still do. And again, it, I think it's industry related. I think it's person related. And I think what we need to do in this world right now is to do a combination of it. Yeah, because, and I think companies are starting to do that. They are, they want to do now the hybrid, which I think they right. should have been doing, because oh, it's God, a good yes. Yes. it's a good way for the peace of mind. People don't realize how much you know. Uh, when hey, I was doing I'm their their, yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I need to go on. Go on. Okay. When 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 you do this, it helps you to ground yourself when you work from Thank home. You. So you don't deal with all of the drama, the energy, the Thank chaos, you. the Thank the you. the whining. The and oh. I know yes. it's nice. It's so much nicer. It oh, helps it you. It does. And you know what else it helps you? Because you see, again, I'm in New York City. Okay. Yep. And the commutes are terrible. And now they're oh, even yeah. worse. And what it does is you're not commuting all that time. You don't get that stress. You don't get the germs. You don't you get to not have to get dressed up. It it really is so much healthier for humans. If I it agree. is possible to really do it, just like you know what else? When I worked for Lowe's Corporation, L-O-E-W-S, in the 80s, okay, they owned CNA Insurance, they owned Bulba Watch, Lorillard Lord Tobacco, they were a holding company. They owned oil wells, and at one point they owned the New, they owned the New Jersey Nets, I think, or the New York Net Jets, whatever. I'm not like a football, whatever, so anybody could be like yelling at me, oh, that woman knows nothing about the names. Well, whatever. Oh, that's all right. Right. Well, <laughs> in order for them in the early 80s to keep their... IT people, okay, they yep. implemented a four-day work week, okay, 10-hour days. Do you know that that ruined me, that after I did that four-day work week, 10-hour days, I never really worked five days a week after that because that's when I then became a consultant. And it is so important. You know, it's like you look at in Europe. In Europe, what? In Paris? What? In France, they're off the entire month of August. Uh, no, it's not well, anymore. No, the, uh, it's not the entire. Oh, no, that changed that. That, that changed that changed. It's, a while they ago. have well, they can we call it the 13 months, so you get four weeks vacation. So you take or you take a couple weeks, um, on in June, uh, in July okay. or August, 
and you do yeah they call it the 13 week uh, the 13 month actually because you get a month off because the right. worst part they went down to 35 hours which is stupid um uh on this one too and it was like four days a week which is like really so that they, they didn't implement it right over there they didn't and no but what's interesting okay when i first started working my first job as a paralegal I only got, I think, one week's vacation. And I was talking the 1970s at this point. And then you were lucky if you got two weeks. But now you go to a company nowadays and you start with three to four weeks. I think it's wonderful. As a, I mean, it depends. Think, okay, so it depends on which one. Because to be honest with you, on some of them, I negotiated my vacations. I said oh, I want I three too. to four weeks. Oh. Oh, excuse me, when I got first hired with a different consulting firm, you know, it was yep. so funny. He goes, we only give two weeks. I said to him, well, I need three. And if you really don't want it, you don't have to pay me for my third week or it was the fourth, whatever it was. And he ended up paying me. You know, I mean, I just yep. was like, you know what? This is what I want. And this is what I'm going to get, you know. But it's interesting how it's so totally changed, you know, now at yeah. least here in the United States, because, yep. you know, when my kids tell me. So, and I think it's important. You see what we're not, we, we don't, I mean, look, I'm a, I was a workaholic. I did my 70 to 90 hours a week developing applications and getting deadlines and working till four in the morning. Yeah, and, been there. Stuff. and it, you know, but you still need your time off and you still need your peace. And, and that's, that's what, what I'm trying all... to learn. That's what I'm trying yes. to learn uh, for the past year because I've been spending so much time. I work seven days a week, basically. And because I have my own Join business. Join the club. Join yeah, the club. I know. I think, you know, <laughs> if I was calculating, I think the worst than I did was about 90 to 100 hours um, a freaking week. It wasn't oh, even a God. month because I had to do so. It was, well, you know that as a developer. Yes. You know when you yes. have to do... Even as you a consulting person or permanent, right. you, you, you got to deliver to the crap. You deliver right. or you, you have you know. to deliver. You have so to you deliver. make the miracles and you make the miracles happen no matter what. By the time you're done, you have to work on other projects. So, That's right. No, That's but right. I, so I've learned uh, since last year to reincorporate um, uh, vacation, meaning taking a weekend yes. off, three to four days off every couple months and you know what i started to do that at the time of my birthday last june i said i'm gonna go on freaking vacation for a long weekend uh, and thanks to covid just drive with a drive uh, to a different state for three days and enjoy it and do that every two to three months that's why with frankie we're going well we're going for the shrimp tank a shrimp light not the shrimp tank we're gonna go talk at uh with jason over there on his podcast but we're i'm flying in for three days and i'm like that's the break i need i was yep. gone in early well mid-january i worked all of the time um i worked more hours i was like from seven o'clock till midnight but I, I was off site. I, I was, you know, had the pops. I was away from where, from home. But it was what I needed as a break. Even though I was working and closing the books from the, you know, from last year. I'm like, I had to do all this. I'm like, that's fine. But getting away, and that to me has been every two to three months. It doesn't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. No, but you don't. You, you just, don't. just find lodges. Yep. Yes. Find lodges. Find whatever. I'm supposed to. Yeah. I'm supposed to go upstate New York 
to see a friend and I'll stay yeah. at their house. But if I, if that doesn't happen, I'm telling, I'm telling my husband, adios, senor, because I'm just, <laughs> I, I need my peace. Yep. And you have to have it. And yes. you have to, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer in that. And I'm also a firm believer in sleep. The most important thing for our bodies is sleep and getting good God, sleep. Yes. I'm trying to um, do that too. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard. You know, when you, when you're motivated, you know, I mean, look, I, I should be like all my other friends and relatives. They're all retired, you know, um, and you cannot join. You cannot what? retire. You're an active person. No. You're never going to retire. Dear. No. The day you retire no. is the day you're dead. Sorry you to say it. that. Thank I you. know. You just, you're just you're the one going. You're the energy. Dear, the bunny energizer. I think you know the yep. one that bunny we yep. see. Do we see? Yep, we get that bunny <laughs> energizer. Right. You yes, know, I am. So I will yes. never. No, I won't retire because I just I just can't. And you know, I've got many different things going on because yeah. I do. I you know own a biz two businesses. And actually, I'm trying to create a third. So there you go. But the point is, is that, um, but we still need that break. We still need to, even on a daily basis, take time out. Even if it's 15 minutes, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 mm -hmm. minutes at night. Take yep. that time out to just breathe. Yep. And to just have no, you know, it was interesting. I was thinking about it this morning. And what I used to do when I had my, and I, and I had twins, when the kids were little, I would get up before them and they always would get up early. I had early rises, early to bed, early to rise. And I would sit in my kitchen, make the coffee and sit by myself so that I would get that breathing in, yeah. and get that peace. And, and that helps. So then you're ready to go for the day. And, you know, oh my God, I remember when I was doing 70 to 90 hours. Can't do that anymore. Um, but it, it, it's, it's a thing, you know, it's in my, my genes, I guess, you know, I agree. It's in the blood and it's for me, it's in the blood. So I'm always doing something, but you know, sometimes I said, it's time to take a break. So when we're yes. going to be with Frankie in Fort Lauderdale, I know we're going to be busy when I arrived that morning by afternoon, we have the podcast with Jason evening whatever we're gonna do we're gonna do the live show on fireside that evening because it's a friday saturday and sunday we're gonna go with the flow we're gonna be goofing around we're just gonna be uh, relaxing that's what we're gonna do we're gonna be doing Good. trust me on follow us on it. follow us on instagram because this is gonna yep. be hilarious we're gonna do some reels we're gonna do live shows but we're probably gonna do a live show during the weekend on fireside again uh during the day maybe we'll be in a hot tub who knows or we'll be on That's the beach right i have no idea i'm like i don't care i just want to have fun and yes. relax exactly That's what we need it's like no yep so yep yeah fun. i love it fun oh yeah is you gotta have fun and even what was so funny is that i then found out like really what my personality was like what my talents and gifts and blah blah blah, blah which is what i'm which i do with people now that's really, I am a career assessment coach or actually career transition. I also help actors. But the point is, is that I found out by going to find your purpose through these cards that I did it with at a class that like, oh my God, I'm in an industry that is not my personality. That is not my talents and gifts. And it was hysterical, <laughs> you know. However, what I am going to say is, I was able to repurpose because I am a social person. 
I am yep. a communicator. So I yep. was able to take those skills. And I also was a speaker at conferences before I had my kids. Like yep. it was a conference called PC World, believe it or not. And yep. I used to speak at them. So I was taking my my acting or my presentation skills, my communication skills, and applying them to software development. So, you know, that's the whole point too, in terms of finding ourselves. It's yes. really kind of figuring it out, knowing ourselves, knowing our own energy and, and, and diverting it and taking it for the benefit, you know, for whatever benefit we feel that it is, you know? So it's, it's, it's interesting. Life is a journey and we just have to sort of, you know, kind of, be the captain of our own ship, take the waves, the crashes and whatever, you know, there's an old saying, it's not how you fall, it's how you get up, you know? It's, yeah. It, 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 you know, and you wanna have fun. To me, fun is so important. And I used to kid on our development um, meetings and some of the programs just didn't get it. I, they would say, is this what you want, Joanne? And sometimes I'd kid them and I'd say, no, you got it all wrong. We did. I said, no, I'm only kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm joking. It's like, no, oh. got it. But yeah. But, but Emma, yeah. you're terrific. <laughs> oh, thank you, my friend. I know. Um, we had a good fun on on Monday. Uh, that was yes. hilarious. Oh, yes, my God. That was funny. It is yeah. funny. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. It is amazing. It is amazing. And that's that's where we're at. And right now, well, wait, are you central time? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, I'm Eastern. Yeah. And I got to go feed the, feed the crew. Oh, you better to and, feed the crew because yeah, you're going to have I'm a gonna, riot in the house. Guys, exactly. <laughs> and I am, you know, I'm always, I always love listening to you. And I will be, you know, by your guys' side watching you in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, trust no, you me. guys are going, wait, you're going to Jason. He's in Boca. Yes, he's in Boca. Yes. He's in Boca. Do you know yes. that Jason grew up in the town I live in? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. He he grew up where I where I live and where yes. I raised my kids. Yes. 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 So yes. you'll be in Boca. You can wave to my sister and all my relatives because they're all there now. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can fly by them. Say hello. I would say hello. You're gonna have from, a great time. Yeah. You're gonna have a great time. A no, great we are. Time. I'm looking. Have you ever to been it. to Boca? No, I've been to Miami. I've been to Orlando, passed by okay. Orlando, um, but I've not been to Fort Lauderdale and Boca. So okay, Boca is great. Boca has some beautiful restaurants on the beach. It's fun, and Fort Lauderdale is too. Yeah, because so we're staying in Fort. I will not say to which hotel because I want to be yeah. at peace. But we're staying in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, we'll meet Jason in the evening. Uh, as I said, we're gonna do the sh the shrimp shrimp light. Shrimp um, light. <laughs> yeah, well, because you know the shrimp tank is at um, it's the official studio that they have at the university over there, and he has uh, in his office. A shrimp, li a shrimp light, so it's more a casual setting, uh, okay. but same thing. The other one is it's more of a bigger studio, bigger environment, but since we're going to go directly to his um, office, 
we're going to do it from his office because it's more casual. So that's what we're going to do. There is less prep because normally when they do the recording for the shrimp tank during the week, it's only one person uh, guest and it's a whole different situation, ball game, blah, blah, blah. So right. we're going to the shrimp light where we, we're going to have fun because I'm going to oh, talk about... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about uh, the owl talk about what I do as a business coach, what uh, we're doing, um, what we're doing on Fireside, the, the two of us with that uh, shows, the weekly show we're doing. He's going to talk about what he does as an expert as well. I'm going to talk about that huge golf tournament, the three-day extravaganza I'm doing with somebody else's. This is, is going to be huge. It's called Heal the Planet. And Ooh. it's, oh yeah, trust me. Uh, that's why Fireside, stay on Fireside because okay. I'm going to have celebrity coming and talking about it uh, starting, I think, next week. And we're going to have celebrities talking until the end of August. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. Oh, it, that thing is a monster on its own. We're creating right over there. It's going to be three days. Uh, a list coming over there, and there's going to be a lot of donations and stuff like that coming. In. It's huge. I'm going to be running uh, what do you call it? An auction. Uh, two days. We're going to do two wow. auctions, and it's going to be huge stuff. It's not going to be uh, like a pair of socks from uh, I don't know whom. No, it's going to be right. huge oh, stuff. Wow. So you're doing a lot. Wow, you do. Oh, it it is it is yeah it is a lot, and I have. Um, uh, what do you call it? An auction. Um, I'm going to be, I'm a spokesperson for uh, an auction online as well that's being created. And some of the piece of jewelry actually going to be auctioned in September. And I told them I will be wearing some that will somehow, if I return them, get lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're funny. I warned them and said, just remember, sometime the post office lose or have open packages. <laughs> it might be one of the case. <laughs> oh, is that funny? Well, you're going to, I'm going to be following you, listening to you, and you're going to have to tell me more. I want to know more about the, it saves the planet. Uh, it's uh, heal, heal the planet. Heal the planet. Okay. Yes, it's okay. Uh, it's it's about the cannabis. It's about um, PTSD. It's about um, when you. It's not the smoking like people think. It's everybody who smoke. You know, marijuana is only for smoking. And I, as a matter of fact, it's not. There is a full education that needs to be done about marijuana. And the fact that if you make it and take the amino acid and make it edible, people don't get one high, they don't, but it's healing the body. Oh, I agree. And oh, Parkinson's hey, disease. The choir here, I right? know. Parkinson's. And you know what else it helps? You know what else it helps? Don't tell anybody that. Hot flashes. Well, not, yeah. Has uh, Alzheimer, Parkinson's disease, um, anxiety. That's why veterans are using the edible for um, PTSDs. Yes, uh, there is a lot of anxiety. Oh, there's yes. tons of. Even yes. though my 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 medical marijuana stocks have tanked, I'm still holding because there's something going on as to why they are. But. Uh, no. Well, is... let me say this. By September, uh, we're going to do something that is going to be big and we're going to be pushing the legislation because it always goes to the Senate and pass to remove the cannabis as illegal. 
prohibited. We need this to be lifted because there is so much things. The person I'm going to interview tomorrow during my personal podcast in the morning, her name is Renee Shepard, and she will be the first guest actually on Fireside next week. Uh, should be. I will have confirmation tomorrow if she can make it this Friday, next Friday. And she has a nonprofit organization that deal in Africa with marijuana, with hemp, and not only they're feeding people out of it, they're making clothes, they're building... Yeah, you make clothes out of hemp. And not only this, not only clothes, but a lot of things too. And a lot of people don't understand. No, they don't. No, absolutely. Well, what's your private, what's your, you have a private podcast too? What is that? Yes, it's called, you can, looking behind, uh, it's on my profile. It's Emma's Universe. Okay. It's called Emma's Universe. It's on my profile. Definitely did it. So by tomorrow, I should have this one up. By uh, if I have her, I will say by tomorrow afternoon, it should be that episode should be up and running okay. on my personal podcast. But this is huge. This is super. Wow. Huge. Oh, I'm wow. telling oh, you, it it's gonna oh, it's gonna oh, involve a lot of people. And as I said, um, um, Mike, my uh, partner in crime is uh, at the head of it, and I'm actually the uh, CFO for that Ontario event, and wow. plus, because I've done event. So, oh, this is going to be three days. It's going to be amazing. But I am telling you, at the end of the day, the goal is education, because I'm a non-smoker. I never smoke in my life. So when you talk about dispensary, you're thinking pothead, but there is more to it. No, you're not. Okay. All right. Well, I'm from New York. No, you're not. I, I, I don't think that way, but that's okay. Well, but a lot of people, a lot of people think that when you're thinking dispensary. I'm unique. Exactly. And and that's why. So for me, it's funny because it's kind of ironic for somebody who I've never smoked in entire life to talk about this, to do the education and do a lot of things on this one. So this is going to be huge. That is good. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I'm telling you. it's that one. Keep me in mind, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Keep me in mind, baby. Oh, trust me. It's I'm gonna, gonna be good. leave you because I gotta the, the 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 what is it the the natives are restless, so we gotta get them. And oh, you're lovely. This was lovely, and I appreciate it. We need more conversation on wisdom, the two of us. Trust me, yes. I love the conversation. Yes, yes. yes. definitely do. Yeah. I know. I know we do. All right, I know we do. So, okay, sweetie pie, be good. Yes, and I would I be good. To get myself. Let me see what's going on here. I gotta then get there and I will be sp- speaking to you. Yes, right, we'll do. 45 seconds. We got it. Okay, baby. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk to you later, right. my friend. You too. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks. So now we do have Wendy. We're going to swap. Whoops. Here we go. So. Hi, Hi, Emma. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I just came back from a bike ride with my neighbor and and heard that you're going to be in my neck of the woods. I am also in this area. (laughs) Uh, Which one? Oh, in in Fort Lauderdale? uh, Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Yes, Fort Lauderdale area. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. um, Yeah, yeah. No, this event sounds awesome. And um, I... I wrote everything down except the date. When, when, when is it? Oh, which be? one? 
for which one? Uh, oh, heal the planet. Is heal the planet down well, here? So or, heal, or no? no, no, no. So no, 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 no. Heal the oh, planet is not gonna. No, because it's gonna be in California. Uh -huh. I see. In I see. Laguna Beach over uh, there. This yes. is where we're doing it. You know, it's the first year we're doing it, so um, we might be doing other events afterwards. Uh, and I will not be surprised we are, because as I said, we need to mm -hmm. change the legislation and it's for helping veterans. One of the big things we want to do is help the veterans because mm -hmm. they are the forgotten in the story of uh, helping and the wars and everything else. Absolutely. And we need to take care of our veterans. So that was one thing. And there is a legislation that needs to be moved and changed. I know mm -hmm. the big pharma company don't want to change it. That's why it's being blocked when it's mm -hmm. being put as a bill. So we want to do education so people understand what um, people are trying to do uh, with the cannabis. It's not for smoking and get high. There right. is more properties behind it. And people don't understand the amino acid and everything. So uh, Renee Shepard tomorrow will be on my podcast. I'm going to release the podcast in the afternoon because I want her because she educates. She She's going to do something <clears throat> during that event in September, which is all about mm -hmm. the education as well. It's not like, oh, we're all going to get high. It's not no, the exactly. point. Exactly. It's, those three days are really about education, mm -hmm. are really about knowing what actually marijuana is because unfortunately... You know, you got the stigma of, AKA it's a drug because everybody's using it to get high. Okay, fine. But there is more to it. And that's what we're trying to tap into it. And I got involved, uh, it was funny, uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, and I was laughing, I said to the universe, I said, this is funny universe. I don't smoke. And mm -hmm. I'm now <laughs> going there because I need. I know I can help to change the legislation and help people who need this. Why should we spend thousands of dollars on chemicals? They are detrimental to the body. When we have a right. plant who has amino acid, who can do this and doesn't hurt the body. Right. Well, and, and I, I know this, I think this is probably, and I believe it was Joanne. I, I know she could speak on this better, yes. but I, I know this was this is kind of new in this area, I believe. Um, but I do know people who've actually absolutely benefited um, with anxiety and stuff like that, who have come off of some pretty heavy duty, um, you know, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Uh, anxiety, anxiety, panic attacks, yeah. things like that, because yep. you know, because there are some stuff that you know they can help, but uh, they have that flip side of being very addictive. And um, exactly. So Yes, and it's I've... not not it's not natural and compared to marijuana, which is a plant based, it's holistic. So we're looking at the holistic side, and that huge event, as I said, it's a three days. It's a monster on its own. Wow. It's gonna be a list going over there. Uh, they're gonna be, um, as I said, they're gonna be music. They're gonna be musician. They're gonna oh, be some nice. actors. They're, it's huge. I'm telling you, I cannot give all of the list right now, but well, um, it's going to be a monster. As we're going through the process, I'm mm -hmm. going to reveal what's going on. But right okay. now, I'm keeping, I'm teasing right now, but I'm telling <laughs> you, I, yes. as I said, I'm already tired because we got less than five months to put this together very quickly. We got everything we need, but it's going to be amazing. And, and what, was, what was your date again? It, uh, I do have, I have a daughter. I have not put the date yet, okay. 
okay. I know the date, but I am not putting okay. the date yet. No when worries. I got a couple of things solidified, then you okay. will have the date. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Because this, yeah, I know it's, it, it, it definitely can help if I'm not mistaken. And, and I do like to poke around in history. Um, I believe because, you know, you're speaking about the hemp clothing and stuff like that, which yeah. I mean, I'm someone who actually had, had had skin issues. So I'm super picky about the clothes I wear, um, meaning they have to feel good yeah. on my skin, you know, or yeah. I just don't like them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, I have to, you know, usually use a lot of, you know, it, cotton is really a thing that works yep. for me. And, but um, the cotton industry, I believe, kind of squashed the hemp industry as far as making clothing. And I don't quote me on that, but I think maybe I've read that somewhere. Meaning, yeah. I, I think the hemp clothes were being made. And then when, you know, the cotton industry came around, I think it kind of got squashed, maybe just because it was bigger, a bigger movement. But um, I think that's where it kind of fell to the wayside. So I don't know. I think that's right. And it did. Yes. But right now in India, now they're make, mixing the hemp with cotton and silk. Oh, so nice. it's nice. coming back. I know because there is some stuff we're waiting from uh, India and I hope we're going to get it on uh, time. Who knows? But uh, there is a lot, there is now a lot of those companies who are making uh, fabrics, who are mixing hemp with, uh, as I said, silk and cotton, which is perfect. So oh, it's being incorporated nice. slowly but surely. But here we need to change the, we need to educate people because there's yeah. a lack of education. And for me, I got a crash course and I was like, holy crap. I'm like, <laughs> okay. We got yeah. the situation here. So we, we are gathering people and I'm talking, there's going to be huge people, great speakers who knows the, sub, the topic and going to be talking mm -hmm. about it. We're going to do something that's going to go to the mainstream because we're going to be recording it. There's going to mm -hmm. be some live streamings. There's going to be uh, re, um, information during those three days, even if you don't have access to all of the stuff, we're going to provide information because I want people to get out of it is one, there is an education for everybody to understand what is marijuana and what the benefits are. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to remove from that prohibited list because we need to grow it. We need to uh, process it. Um, Rene Shepard, who has that, um, uh, what do you call it? Nonprofit organization in Africa called Aya of Africa actually they are feeding people with hemp they are oh, feeding nice. it really? oh yeah they are feeding it they are I extracting. Had no idea. that's why oh yeah they are extracting the amino acid to feed the children it's self-sufficient nice. that's why we're calling it heal the planet because that plant does everything wow wow this is all new to me so I, i'm so glad i came back from well, the ride and caught you, caught you i am glad you did because i will yeah. as i said tomorrow it should be on my uh podcast tomorrow afternoon if it's not, it will be Saturday morning and it will be a, Rene, a conversation with Rene uh, Shepard. Okay. All right. That's well, what I, it's going to be called. And it will be on Podomatic. If you go into my profile, now they mm -hmm. put, finally, they put the link to my, the podcast and my link is in there directly. Please listen to it because it's going to be educative. That woman, I looked at her when I talked to her the first time and I mm -hmm. said, you need to do the education part of it and I need a video from you. And she looked at me stunned and said, yes. I said, you're not staying in the background. <laughs> you're going to be doing a workshop. You're going to have, you're going to educate people. We need to educate people. 
Right. And that's, right. What, that's what we're lacking. You know, as I said, you would have said that to me. I said, yeah, dispensaries go and get high. Okay. So what else? But no, I, yeah, that's absolutely the stigma. Yeah, it is the stigma. And that, that's mm -hmm. why I'm like, mm -hmm. when you're a non-smoker, you don't understand. And I said, I never smoke. I'm like, that's why I'm laughing. I'm like, I'm the only one who's not going to be smoking over there. It's going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, the only one who never smoke and will not smoke. But it's like the education behind it, when they extract the amino acid, when they put it into a formula that people can digest, you don't get high from it. Right. No, I, it's I healing the body and the people that, you know, the assumption will be, oh, well, if I digest this, I'm going to get high. No, you don't. It goes into your system and it worked. That plant is so intelligent. It worked on finding what you need as help in your body to some extent. It's not going to heal your heart. Okay. If you have a defective heart, it's not. But <laughs> it does work. Well, yeah, because people think, oh my God, if it's an intelligent plant, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes. I have a, Michael was explaining this to me, he said some people before they plant the seed, what they do, they spit on it or they put some of their bloods into the seed. What the seed does, it's absorbing the DNA and looking at what do you need as help that it can help and cure. Oh my gosh. Yes. That and when the plant grows and you utilize that, it will fit your DNA. And I did not know that. I had never heard anything like that. And you know what? I, I grow avocado trees, so I might have to go out yeah. and start spitting on my, my, my pits. Well, I don't know if the, I, let's put it this way. I don't <laughs> know if the, the avocado tree do the same thing that the marijuana yeah. does, but the marijuana has absorbed the, absorbed the, uh, the DNA That's and crazy. somehow, and I don't know how genetically, uh, can mm -hmm. figure it out what need in your body. Now, again, it's not there to repair your kidney or anything like that, but it's helping you right. at some level. It's amazing. Wow. I'm like, are you serious? And those are all scientific proof. But who would ever search for this? I did not. He did. The reason he started his stuff is because mm -hmm. of his grandpa had Parkinson. Mm -hmm. Alzheimer. I don't remember. I think it was Alzheimer. It was, you know, had Parkinson, he had Alzheimer. And that's why he looked at the marijuana because there is some very good benefits for the marijuana that help Alzheimer and Parkinson. Wow. That, that's amazing. I actually, um, someone and I, please, I, this is just a hearsay thing. I had actually heard something about a tobacco leaf being connected with, um, keeping, uh, Alzheimer's at bay. I do not know that for a fact. That was a, something that was just said. Yeah, marijuana, what they do, but, and they have done studies with people who have a, a Parkinson, and mm -hmm. what they did is they gave it to them, they digest, digested uh, some of the stuff, the, the, the edible stuff, mm -hmm. within an hour, they were not shaking anymore, and they were able wow. to hold the spoon and eat normally. Oh my gosh. The well, worst this, part this of is it awesome is, do you think, do you think, well, this is why we need the education. The problem with the pharma company is hiding this. The same with the biomedical company, because biomedical company have, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, and I know that because I used to work in there. They had um, mm -hmm. devices and you implanted for people who have Parkinson uh, disease and you increase and they basically the devices send electric uh, shock, electricity into the brain. And after you do to a certain level, it will stop the shaking. Okay. But that's mm -hmm. a medical device you implant in somebody. Now, right. 
when you can prove and has been proven for marijuana, when you indigest the right stuff, what you're supposed to do again, done by a holistic doc or by a doc, not by yourself, then of it course. has proven to do exactly the same thing without having any devices on you, but the natural way. Well, and you know, I think we all know, and from my own story, from the things that I've done to heal my body, um, it, our bodies do have the ability to heal themselves. I mean, yes, they do. They absolutely do. Yes. So they do. Uh, and we have, I'm a, I, way long time ago, about 20 years ago, I decided to go the holistic way because I have an autoimmune disorder and I mm -hmm. knew my body could not handle any of the crap I've been taking when I was younger. And I choose mm -hmm. the holistic way. Now, I don't recommend to anybody. This is what fits me. Whatever suits exactly. people is whatever suits people. Exactly. But the holistic way works wonders. There is plants and stuff that I used. Then I don't need those chemicals in my body. And we have the plants to heal its, its, uh, itself, ourselves. In uh, India, you do have people who have, and I remember that because I was actually, um, I don't know, it was 48 hours or whatever. They follow a group of people who were diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And this, some people went directly to India and they had, they went and saw a guru over there, people who are basically treating all of the disease and they were actually in remission with the herbs. They were given to them, herbs, mushroom, whatever they did with them and helped them to go through meditation and stuff like that. When they came back here, some could not be cleared. Uh, some of the mushroom or the plants could not be cleared to custom because it wasn't known by custom, whatever the deal was. But some people mm -hmm. did very well on that. But it yeah. was changing their lifestyle and it was holistic way. So Right. There is, as I said, if you need a surgery, if you need something, go and do the surgery. But you have to look at the holistic way. And marijuana has more potential to cost you $15 than spend than a pill who cost you 150 bucks and has no side effects. I'm sorry, but I'm going to go with the $15 one, not the $150. So my issue is when you're talking about... Um, uh, you know, removing the uh, marijuana to the um, to that list of prohibited, it's like, well, it's going to be a punch in the face for the pharma. And the problem right now, you know, the lobbyists over there are all pharma, biomedical, they're all greasing everybody's hand to don't do it. And it's like, yeah. that's a problem. You have to be fair. You cannot all depend on the chemicals. You have to be fair because when we have a plant that can bring so much goodness when it's done right, I don't see mm -hmm. why veterans will not will be deprived of that. I don't understand no. that. I, I, I agree. And, and my own, with my own situation and, and, and listening to my own body and, and getting back to basics, so to speak, um, yep. I, I had skin issues. I had, um, inflammation, blah, blah, blah. I thought yep. I had an autoimmune disorder. They kept testing me. I did not. They kept saying, well, there's arthritis in your family. You'll have arthritis. No, I never tested positive for any arthritis. I can run around and ride my bike and do what I want to do now. But yep. before when I had all this inflammation, all these problems, um, I just, I, I got clean and I, you know, I got my body clean and, um, and things changed and, and, you know, the inflammation went away when I removed certain prescriptions. And again, that was just me personally. I would never tell you, and I did it in, you know, a, a responsible way, meaning I, you know, I didn't just stop taking things automatically. 
Um, but I did it with the supervision of a doctor and said, you know what, I think I'm going to try not taking these things right now. And, and I did feel better. So it, it, yeah, there's something to it for sure. Oh yes. And, uh, uh, I, hold on. Uh, oh, okay. Oops. And not only <laughs> this, but if you're looking at a holistic doctor, take the right one as well. Like I said, I have one that I have for the past 20 plus years. I trust him and know him forever. So if people need to mm -hmm. get to hold of somebody that can help them, he can do it from a distance. But there is, again, like every doctor, you have to be cautious and listen to your body. Listen to your body. Mm -hmm. If you feel something is wrong, don't do it. Listen to your body. And I've been doing it for years. Every time I went to the regular doctor, they were, well, in Europe was fine because we knew our bodies. So the doctor was used to it. Here, I had one that ran out of the door. <laughs> and I was the nurse who told me, and she said, well, you're mean to him. I said, I'm not. I'm just telling him how, what the deal is, what I see, blah, blah, blah. And they were not custom to that. I'm like, I'm not going to let you tell me what I, is not yes. right when I know it's not right. I've, I've, I've kind of had that, that same experience with doctors, and I, I've had some really good ones. I've had some that just kind of end up scratching their head going, I, I just don't know. I, and I ask very pointed questions, meaning I kind of know what's going on in my body, and just go oh <laughs> i don't know i, know. I don't know well, okay that's, that's not an answer because i'm paying a lot of money for your hey. yeah exactly and the thing is some of them that wants to make you go through a groceries list when you know it's a waste of money oh my god how many times did i sell that said no to them and i just like i know my body i know what doesn't work so look where it doesn't work but don't try to diagnose something that is not there or do some uh um, test that is a waste of money because some people do and I'm like no I'm not going to do this because you're telling me so because it's wrong right exactly and and I think again kind of going with your gut and you know you, you know please when you do need to have those tests run exactly um, but you know it, it, it is a frustrating situation to be in and so I, I did learn to listen to my body um, but I of course I still you know have my doctors and my specialists I still get my tests ran because I'm Exactly. You know, yeah, I, I have no, when I, I want to know what's going on in there. <laughs> I can't see yep. it. So. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you, but always listen. And if they are wrong, then challenge them. Otherwise, get another diagnosis, not in the yes. same hospital, somewhere else. Take, yes, a, take a second diagnosis, especially if you know it's not right, because often some people make mistakes and yeah. some people don't realize that. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is wrong. That doesn't make any sense. Well, make sure this is the case and just follow your gut instinct because your spirit will guide you to safety. I, I, I agree. Absolutely. So Absolutely. listen, to, as I said, listen to it on any case. And I don't care if you're dating somebody and the person is not for your highest good, walk away. Maybe it's going to be yes. hard, but walk away. If you're meeting somebody for the first time and, and you're feeling something is wrong, then walk away. If a doctor tells you something, but you're like, that doesn't sound right. Walk away. Get another mm -hmm. diagnosis. If you're feeling that maybe you're meeting a doctor and he's not, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's a holistic or a regular one, if you don't feel it, walk away. Right. And, and, and in my own experience, again, I've, I've had them that when they were frustrated and, you know, I appreciated their time for seeing me. But, you know, again, let's keep in perspective. I, I'm, I'm your client and you're my doctor. So when they go, you know, I'm doing you a favor by seeing you now, I go, 
mm, you kind of oh. not. You kind of not. So yeah, yeah, that's when I kind of go. Mm, we're going to rethink this relationship. Well, <laughs> if you do, if I do you a favor, then I will do you a favor. I'm not going to pay you. How about that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm like no, crazy people. Crazy I know. People. I've even had. I've I've been in situations, and I've said, you know what? Um, because they were a bit frustrated, and I get it. But I said again, I keep that that client um, relationship going because I know that I'm going to be writing that check. And I say, um, yeah. you know, maybe we're being curt with each other. Maybe we, let, let's start over. I'm not. You're not. Yes, I think you are. So let's start over. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I know people, I know some of some doctors are not open, but it's like if a patient is talking to you and telling you they know their body, listen to them because they know their bodies. Yes, there is some individuals, they're going to describe some weird pain. They are not the pain, but they cannot describe the pain, but you're going to have to figure it out. And some people like us who has the awareness and know exactly what's wrong or where to tap or where to look for, because mm -hmm. this is what's going on. And yeah, I know it's very interesting. As I said, the guy ran out of the door. I was laughing. You scared him. I said, well, how did I scare him? I'm just <laughs> telling him what I was saying to him. I'm an HLAB 27. This is my autoimmune disease. Don't look at me with this. I need another one here because you don't take the one from Europe. For some reason, the results are the same. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so I had to go somewhere else. I had to go to a, a place actually because um, uh, it, they didn't want it to do it because they, they felt it wasn't right. I'm like, I do know the diagnose, you bunch of ding-dong, because that was done in Europe. And I brought the card. <laughs> I brought that information, but they decided, and whatever comes from Europe doesn't exist. I'm like, okay, fine. I found a place that was doing it in Louisiana for the test, and I had to drop off because I'm in Minnesota. So there was a mm. place where I went over there, and they took my blood, and they ship it over there, and I got the result. And that was the proof. I'm like, here we go. I know what I am. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Don't tell me that I don't know. Let's catch like, up now. Let's catch up. <laughs> yeah, but they don't take, they didn't take the document seriously. And the guy got scared. I'm like, I just want the test because I need to prove it. And I have this. This is why this and that. And he's right. like, what? Exactly. I'm like, oh, good Lord. I'm like, people, <laughs> get with the program here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, my husband just came in. I, we, we don't get okay. to see each other very often. I'm going to jump off. So go spend the but time with your beautiful husband. I Have am, a wonderful night. I am. It was and so nice talking to you, and I'm definitely going to keep up with all this. This is some great information. And oh, Joanne, yes. if you're out there, you're in my backyard. We will have to be friends. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome. So have a good rest of the evening, my dear, and we'll talk to you later. Okay? Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Oh, I'm loving this evening. See, first, my first, well, back, it's been a while since I've not done a Thursday night at the sea show. What a great topics. What great conversation. This is what I love. It's like, it's exciting. It's, I love it. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But yes, I'm going to te tease you with that big event. And there is another one too that's coming up too that has not been released yet. It's, again, I was saying, I was talking about it was that auction, uh, Fidgetal auction which is um online auctions then uh, the team is putting together and again this is going to be huge too because uh those are gemstone then are going to be put for auctions and we're going to start with the jades there is some diamonds there is some rubies but the jade and what i love with that because i'm a stone collector i was saying that this afternoon i think did i say that don't remember when i say that uh, I think it was on fireside. Then I was saying and joking about it, and I'm like, 
don't come here and try to steal anything because I don't have any precious gemstone in this house here. But I collect um, gemstone and um, when I was younger and I have a passion for it. I told the story actually um, that when I was younger, I passed, um, what do we call it in France, a concours, which was an exam to enter into a school that was uh, jewelry cutters. And um, in the old days, still is in some cases, in the old days, if daddy and mommy had a jewelry store, even though you could flunk that test, you would automatically be enrolled in the school, which most people did not know that little trick. And uh, when I passed the exam, I had no idea that that would happen to me, but I passed the exam, exam and I received a letter telling me then I failed the, te the test to go into that school because that's what I wanted to do. I have a passion for the uh, stone, raw stone, and you need to have an education and know your math, know a lot of things when you look at cutting stones. Because some of them, you can, it happens, I don't remember, I think I watched it on TV. I was, I felt bad for the guy, but I was laughing. It's not funny, actually, especially if you buy the, the, um, the stone and you pay a ton of money on a stone and the cutter basically destroyed your stone, meaning it turned into pieces to the point that it was totally destroyed and it wor was worth millions of dollars. That make me laugh. It's not that funny, but that make me laugh. But Emma, I know Emma has a tendency to do that. Cannot help myself to laugh in not so pleasant situation. But um, so I so I flunked the test, and I was still uh, in that school. When I learned uh, the first day, when I started somewhere else in that school, then I learned to my horror and disappointment. Then. Uh, I did actually pass the test, but there was the daughter of a jeweler that came in and flung the test, so they gave her my seats. Otherwise, I would not be here today. So there was a reason that happened. But the passion that I have for the stone, especially the raw one, is amazing. So that's why it's like I love uh, stones. I love this kind of uh, things. So we're going to be doing this for... Fidgeton, uh, Fidgeton, I think it's the name, I forgot. I'm gonna be slapping a finger on my fingers, but I'm gonna be talking about this as well. It's gonna be huge, um, all online auctions house, all, and what I appreciate as well is that auction house doesn't deal with middlemen. They go directly to the miners. So that's mean the money from the auction goes back to the miners, to those family and feed those family. So for me, it's a very good way. It's all, uh, and I looked at it actually, um, it's all traceable, meaning if a lot is being sold, we know where it comes from, and we can trace back as well that the miners uh, have been paid and not a third person who will rip them off. So for me, being part of it as well, this is another joint ventures, to be part of it is uh, something that is a dream come true because I'm like, I can, I can full circle with this, full circle with this one. But the fact that, that they um, really take care of the people who are working very hard to get those stones out, to me is kudos to them. So no middlemen in um, just a great uh, stone and they're all grade A on the top of it too. 
So that's going to be, which is the one of the best grade for those stones. And we're looking at jade first, but that's going to be awesome. So these are the big events and the big things that are coming up. And it's going to be a great adventure uh, for uh, for me. And as I said, that three-day event in September, I will, as we're moving forward, uh, give more details about it. And you're going to learn from here at Wisdom. It's going to be most of the stuff and interview will be on Fireside. But again, I'm still doing my three shows here. I'm not doing Let's Talk About Business because I don't have the time right now to do Let's Talk About Business. Maybe I can do it on Saturday, but I don't think Saturday you want to talk, to, you want to listen to Let's Talk About Business with me. <laughs> but I'm still doing my three shows and have a lot of um, fun, but I will keep you posted on everything. So it's going to be fun. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. That was awesome. It was a, I was very happy to have Wendy and Joanne uh, joining me. And I love conversation with Joanne. So we need to have more Joanne conversation here with me because that was awesome. Especially when you talk about consulting and you're talking about the old days. <laughs> oh my God, the old days. Let's talk about the old days. Seriously. What can we do in the old days? A lot. We do a lot of things. I, I have done some stuff that's like, oh, my God. But, you know, this is having fun. This is enjoying who we truly are. This is this is just who we are. And I loved and we have so, um, Joanne was talking with me and uh, the same with Wendy because we need more women speaking about experience than they have, especially in the corporate world when you're looking at it with Joanna. She has been, I think we had a parallel um, work history because it's like you go with your bulletproof jacket and you have to fix everything. You have to fight like Don Juan when he went and fight the, uh, what do you call it, those... Um, Oh, I forgot. Uh, that is Don Quixote. That's Don Quixote, not Don Juan, but Don Quixote and Sancho Pancha uh, when they went and fight those uh, men whale. Uh, uh, what do you say? Um, oh, I forgot in English. This is so bad. Um, I forgot. I'm having a senile moment. My God. Too much, too much, too much. Not enough rest. Uh, what were they fighting? C'est les moules avant. And in English, um, I forgot what it is in English. I need to find this. Uh, I'm going to have to translate this very quickly before I am closing the show. Moulin avant in... Moulin, moulin, moulin avant. Moulin avant. Oh, come on. Avant. Uh, translation in English. Because I'm thinking in French right now. And no, I'm not French. Um, but I, I lived over there for a very long time and I do speak friendly French <laughs> windmill here we go those are windmill it's when Don Quixote and Sancho Pancha went Pensa went and tried to fight the windmill thinking they were those horrible um, uh, monsters or whatever the deal was so yeah it's going to be fun. I love the conversation we had uh, with both of you ladies. That was awesome. So I wish everybody a beautiful night. If you have anything, if you want to listen from uh, Renee Shepard, uh, look at my profile. There is my um, personal podcast that is there. This is mine, Podomatic Emma's Universe. And that should be there tomorrow 
afternoon because what I'm done with the show, actually, I'm just going to do a couple of cuts in there, put my intro and exit music. The rest, I'm not cutting anything because it's going to be raw. It's going to be interesting. And that will be live. And I believe it will be a two hours. It's a two hour show. So just letting you know, when I get collaboration with people, it's a two hour show. But it's going to be empowering. It's going to be interesting to know about um, about um, about Ronnie and what she does uh, because she's such a beautiful woman, and she's going to be one of the educator for those three days. And I want her to be the face of the education as well, so people know because they have been doing in Africa for so many years, and she's working very hard, and it's paying off. So when you know you can feed your children with that and you can do closing and you can create objects and do things like that, building um, houses with it, it's amazing what we can do with it. And that's what we're looking at. What kind of goods can we do with it? There is always a flip, uh, there's always a flip side on every coin, but this is so essential. So this is to me, um, what I've been waiting all of my life to do something about amazing, especially for somebody who doesn't even smoke. That's the funniest part. That's the ironic part of it. It's like you, you want, uh, you want an oxymoron. I am the oxymoron in that story. So, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. So yeah, if you want to check after tomorrow afternoon, see on my, uh, Podomatic and listen to her beautiful woman, uh, absolutely gorgeous in and out and it's going to be great. So thank you again, Wendy and Joanne, such a beautiful goddesses to have you tonight on the show. And I will be back Sunday night, uh, at the sea show here on wisdom. And if you want to listen to us with Frankie J tomorrow night on fireside, we'll be on fireside. Otherwise, Back at the seashore here in the house where everything else, when everything started here. So have a good evening, guys. All of my love. Take care. Bye.